0: welcome back this is the soft count tonight's ufc 277 been seeing some people kind of shitting on the card on reddit i don't know why there's a bunch of great fights on the on the card you're just mad that the main events two women which by the way like in my experience the women put on great fights they're usually like pretty bloody they don't really have the power to get the knockout so they just like chop each other up (laughs) it's I, i like them man they're fucking sweet fighters Anyway, it's UFC 277 tonight. We know what it is. We know what time it is. Let's hit it. First fight of the night is Orion Kosky versus Blood Diamond. I'm not, I'm not huge on Blood Diamond. I've only seen him fight once. He's coming out of the, I believe he's coming out of the Tiger Muay Thai gym or whatever. I'm, I've seen him in camp with Adesanya before. He's just, he gets gassed. He obviously has a ton of talent and just not a lot of skill yet. This Orion dude is probably gonna win. He's minus 208. Give me him. Excuse me if I. On these two next names, there's a guy from Ukraine, Ihor Poteria, and then uh, Nikolai Negamarano. Nikolai's a badass. I've seen him uh, fight twice now. He is fucking sweet. Give me him at minus 110. Next fight's two ladies. Uh, Jocelyn Edwards, I talked about her earlier. She's got a lot of energy. She doesn't get gassed. She just throws straights and walks forward, and she's a she's a handful. Uh, she's fighting Ji Young Kim who apparently has a lot of skill. I'm not in love with her. Uh, she's got kind of some body fat. We'll see how long she can last. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a high energy fight against Jocelyn. Give me Jocelyn at minus 123. The next fight's gonna be crazy. It's Michael Mor- uh, yeah, Michael Morales, who's a young like a 23 year old kid who's undefeated. He's a stud against Adam Fajit, who is a plus 500 underdog. Now, the big worry I would have about this fight for betters, like one's minus 500, one's plus 500. I mean, it is a huge, huge gap. Probably one of the biggest ones you'll see really ever. Now, the thing about Adam is that he has two wins as a plus 400 underdog. He is 8-1. He's really talented. (laughs) And uh, he's never fought in the UFC. This fight, circle it. Do whatever you want. Michael should get it done in the first round, theoretically. But, like I said, I'm not going to tell you which one to pick. I mean, the the odds are telling you. Minus 500, Michael's going to win. But I always put a fiver on these guys. You just never know. Adams, every bit is big. Usually when you see a big underdog like that, uh, they're usually really undersized. This Adam dude's not undersized. He's he's as big as Michael Morales. So this should be really sweet. Next fight is a uh, Drakkar Close and Rafa Garcia. This is gonna be my first upset. I think Rafa gets it done at plus one seventy. Rafa's a fucking badass, and uh, Drakar's a good wrestler. He's got good. He's got a good. He's just well rounded everywhere. But give me uh, give me Rafa. I'm feeling it. Next fight's a heavyweight fight. Hamdi, Hamdi's a badass. He can wrestle. He's got good stand-up game. And he's going up against Dontel Mays, who's a stand-up fighter. If Hamdi can take him down, it could be a long night. Uh, Hamdi <laughs> He's uh he's a big boy, man. Give me him at plus 185. Rafael Alves and Drew Dober. This fight's going to be fantastic. I really like Drew. When I watch him fight, his last fight, he lo- um, two fights ago, he lost, and then he then he had a comeback win. He's built like Michael Chandler, and he kind of fights like Michael, where he gets gassed after a little bit, but he still, you know, he carries power in the first round. Hey, give me Drew Dober at minus one eighty five. This next fight, I've been going back and forth and back and forth on Alex Morono. And uh, Matthew Semmelsberger. Circle, this is the fight of the night. It's gonna be the fight of the night, possibly. Well, with the uh, with the Moreno and the Kai France, it's hard to say that might be fight of the night too. But as far as an undercard fight, this Morono Semmelsberger fight could be a real banger. Morono is one of the most unassuming dudes you'll ever see. He is really talented though. And he's got this. He's put together the skills late in his career. Semmelsberger is a little bit more over the top, a little bit and over. He gets himself into trouble, but he's got a lot of power and he's high energy. I was taking Semelsberger all week long, and I've kind of switched over to Alex Morono. Give me Morono at plus one thirty six. This next fight, man, I feel bad for Anthony. He's going to go in there. It's going to be a banger. This is another plus minus five hundred. Magomed Ankalaev, nobody wants to fight him. He's minus 500. Anthony Smith is plus 480. I'm never going to tell you to bet on a, on a minus 500 guy. So what do I tell you to do? If you're feeling it, go ahead and put some money on Anthony Smith. I'm kind of feeling it. I got I got a little cash on Anthony. He probably won't win. But he's every big is big. He's every big is strong. And Magomed likes to stand and fight. And if Anthony can do anything, it's he can do that. And so... He's got a real shot. I I'm surprised he's plus 480. Uh, Magomed obviously is a is a super killer that everybody's terrified of. But Anthony looks like he's in really good shape. I've never been in love with his fight game, but fuck it. Again, not giving you a pick. I'm on a minus 500 plus 400. You just know what to do if you listen to this podcast. You lay some money on the huge underdog in fighting. It's just what you do in UFC specifically, not boxing. The next fight is Alexandra Pontejo versus Alex Perez. Uh Pantoja, or however the hell you say his name, he's minus one seventy nine. I don't really love this fight for either fighter. It's pretty much a pick'em for me. One's minus one sixty. Give me Alexandre Ponteja. I, I think he looks like he's just got a little bit more a little more go, a little more serious. He's got some cauliflower ear. Give me him. Next fight is going to be a super banger. Derek Lewis, my boy, and Sergey Pavlovich. Here's what I say about Derek. He's one of those guys, I just always bet on him. He occasionally loses, sure, but he wins more than he loses. And so I just bet on him. And it, it, it always, it eventually, you know, it pays. out It pays. You know, he lost that fight recently to the Australian fighter, the um, Tui, Tua, Tui Tyler. Bassa or whatever, the fucking giant. Uh, I was surprised at that knockout. It looked really weird. He kind of went down to a knee. Sometimes I feel like Derek Lewis doesn't want to fight. He doesn't like it. His hands are fucking lightning, though. Sergey Pavlovich, I thought if he came in at 260, he had a chance. He came in at like 245 or something. Derek's going to murder him. <laughs> By the way, Derek's the underdog at plus 125. I just always bet on him. Fuck it. My boy Kai Cara France going up against Brandon Moreno. Man, I've really enjoyed Brandon Moreno over the years. I really like him. Uh, he's a great fighter. But I ride with Kai. He's my guy. <laughs> he's my dude. I would just always bet on him, man. he. People are like, well, he's lost to Brandon, and that's true. And there is definitely something to be said about once you've already lost to somebody trying to overcome that, that mountain, like you know you can't beat them and they've already beaten you. But Kai's a new fighter, so is Brandon. They're both they've both developed as fighters. I will say this: that Russian dude that was undefeated beat Brandon Moreno and then lost to Kai Kara-France. So right off the bat, you know, Kai's come a long way since he lost to Brandon Moreno. Give me Kai at plus one eighty-five. If you want a deeper bet on that, it'll be in my later pick. I'll take Kai to win by a decision. I don't think he's gonna knock out Brandon Moreno. So, yeah. And then the fight of the night, or the the main event, we got Amanda Nunez and Juliana Pena. I think most of the odds makers and most of the kind of pundits that talk betting are are taking Amanda Nunez. I'm taking Juliana Pena. I think she's meaner, period. And she has already. That last fight, here's the thing, here's the big difference. When Kai France lost to Brandon Moreno, I never thought Kai looked scared while he was in the ring. He kept fighting. He just didn't have enough. He didn't have enough skills yet. His skills hadn't developed to where he is now. This Amanda Nunez-Pena fight for the first fight, Amanda was scared of being it. She wanted out of the ring. She did not want to be there, and she looked scared. And that always worries me. I think Juliana Pena has the psychological edge, and she's going to get the win again. Mine at right, 230. Give me Juliana. So, as we always do, let's talk some parlays. I got a nice, sick parlay for you. Derek Lewis by a KO is plus 165. If you combine that with Kai Kaikara France by a decision, which is plus 370, 100 bucks will get you 1245. That is pretty hot. That's only a two-way parlay, Two, you know, basically betting on the two decisions, but I like it. And for our crazy parlay, which we always do, I always like a, just a wild fucking parlay, you know. I'm going to make it. This one's going to be wild. Adam Fajit by decision is plus 1300 That's the Adam Fajit and Michael Morales fight. Give me Adam Fajit by a decision and Anthony Smith by a KO against Magomed Akalaya. That's that's plus $1,300. $100, they'll get you 18 grand. 2 things. 18000 bucks. I like it. So as we always do, a dollar on all the favorites this week will get you two hundred and forty-one dollars and twenty-five cents. That's a pretty nice, pretty nice payout. I'll also say this about that: uh, this week, all the favorites also not a bad bet. I actually kind of really like it. There, are, I have picked some big upsets just for fun, you know. But ultimately, all the favorites is always nice, and this one, I think this week there's a, there's a possibility. Get you two hundred and forty bucks. Put a hundred on that, it'll get you like twenty four grand. <laughs> or wait, let's see. Yeah, twenty four grand. <laughs> so that's our fight, fight night, night pickups. Hungarian Grand Prix is getting ready to fire off tomorrow. I just finished up watching the qualifier, and George Russell somehow on his last lap of Q three snuck it out and stole pole. It was fucking electric. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe it. They're like, what did we do? That was why, How did that happen? Part of the reason that happened is Red Bull had some mechanical issues on, in Q3, and they both dropped out. Max Verstappen ended up placing 12th. That being said, Ferrari probably would have taken 1-2 anyway, and somehow George Russell was able to fucking crank it up on his last lap and take pole. And that does some interesting things for the start of the race. That puts Leclerc in three which is really a better place than two. And we know that, that Mercedes doesn't really have this, the long-term speed. They're about almost two seconds off of the Ferrari. So in theory, Leclerc should be able to just kind of blow by him right at the beginning and, and take the lead. This should be a win for Leclerc. The, I mean, it really should be a win for Leclerc. And if it isn't, then Ferrari fucked up. I don't really care, though. Like, Ferrari's out of it. Last week, the that, that was it. The DNF for LeClaire, like, you're out of the championship race. You know, <laughs> like, it, if Max finishes fifth, which, you know, he might win the fucking thing. He might finish second. But if he finishes fifth, and let's say Leclerc gets first, it doesn't matter. Like, the gap is too big. There's rumors of them adding races to the season because, you know, they want this. They want it to be a race. They want it to be a championship race. They're trying to create urgency. But there is none. Max is a, is a runaway world champion right now, and there's nothing that they can do to change that. Ferrari's too stupid. Mattia Bonotto should be an engineer on the team. He should not be the leader. You can't be the leader when no one like is afraid of you. No one is afraid of you. They're not afraid of your intelligence. They're not afraid of your acumen. They're not afraid of your social skills. They just They're not afraid of you there has to be some amount of fear in that paddock that you're like fear that that you're the man like not even that you fear that you're the man like fear that they're not that i that you're not the man like that me personally if i'm talking to matia i should be afraid that i'm not as good as you like i'm trying to be i'm afraid that you won't see me as an equal. That like that's the fear. That's where the fear comes from. I should be looking at the team principal and be afraid that he doesn't think that I'm as good as I think I am. That's what I meant by fear. Like not afraid to show up and see this person, just like I'm scared this person doesn't think I'm special or I'm, that doesn't think that I'm good. So I try my best to impress this person. And I don't think anybody gives a shit what Mattia thinks of them. Like why would you? It's uh Ferrari's got to make some changes. They just won't. I hate it. I hate it so much. It's so brutal. They'll change their drivers all day. But clearly, like they've gone through drivers that are amazing drivers. You cannot tell me you haven't had the best drivers. And yet, there's no championships. But the consistency, the the constant in all of this equation is Mattia Bonotto. It's time to go. So I'm getting ready for the fights. So I just wanted to check in, let you guys know what's up. Hit the like, hit the follow stake.com is doing uh, an early access I'm not sure I can talk about it yet I'd have to find out for sure but there are some new things happening with stake I'm kind of in an early access with another part of their company it's kind of cool we'll check it out if you guys want to hit the um, sign up sign up using the promo code the soft count and you can get into our discord where we you know, watch the fights together you can share your bet slips you can kind of do all the cool shit that way And, uh, you know, we just talk shit all night. It's fun. Hit me up. Hit the like. Hit the follow. Leave a review. That shit really helps me out. If you guys like listening and you want me to keep going with it, uh, please do. Talk to you soon. Later.